Welcome to the Liberty Podcast with your host, Pastor Robert Maxey, Senior Pastor of Liberty Church of Baton Rouge. It's our prayer that this podcast will be life-changing for you and that you will share it with someone else. Now, here is Pastor Rob. Well, good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Rob here, and this is the Liberty BR Podcast. I got my co-host here with me. This is Aminga. Hello, hello, hello. I am super excited for season two. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Like, um, share, and let's get ready for some amazing conversation on the ne- the last updates of what's been going on for the last 12 weeks. That's right. We've been gone for a while now, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. We've been gone for a minute. Well, well, let's just get started. So, well, how are you guys been doing out there? I uh, hope everybody's been doing well, doing well, doing well. You say what we're watching, was you listening to our, our theme music when we come in? <laughs> what was you? What was that? <laughs> you must have been listening to our theme music. Well, um, so, so yeah, it's been crazy lately. Our, uh, the elections are over and, and we're so glad that that's done, Yay. but evidently it's not done. So it's definitely not done. <laughs> it's definitely not done. So we're still dealing with that. Look, <laughs> let me let me remind you because we welcome all calls, but you are going to need some headphones, um, in in your phones. And please, we want you to call in. We want some comments. We want this, some great conversation. <laughs> yeah. But you will need headphones. Okay. Great, great, okay. great, great. That's right. You gotta have those headphones. So, um. We've been seeing a lot of stuff going on in in the news and, and everything lately. And you know, one of the things that we like to do is we like to to be woke. Be woke. Woke. I'm woke. Are you woke? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> and we just want to talk about those things because we think it's important to really kind of talk about what's going on. And and of course we we bring it always bring it back to um the word of God and what's going on with the word of God. But uh, uh, to also talk about what's going on. Oh, what did you mean? What does woke mean? Woke. Woke means that you're aware of what's going on around you in the world, in the government, in your community. Yeah. So you're aware of everything. So this little uh, one of our little colloquialisms. It means you're aware of everything that's going on around you. You're woke, right? Um, and so we want to to pastor a woke church. That's right, <laughs> right, an aware church. And 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 so part of being able to do that is to do this podcast that we are talking about current events. We're talking about things that we normally wouldn't talk about in church. Right. We do talk about election. We talk about politics. We talk about uh, a lot of different things. So oh no no need to say sorry. Uh, ask any questions that you might have. That's right. Uh, so um. We are, are we were very happy that that the election is finally over, and I think it was a, a really trying uh, campaign. And I will hand it to both sides. I think that both sides ran a good a good campaign. Oh yeah, it was close. It was good. It was a great campaign. I thought. Yeah, definitely, definitely great campaigning. Um, I thought that uh, that both both sides were able to get their people out to vote. Uh, record-breaking numbers all around across yeah. the board. Yeah, that's yes, that was amazing. Um, especially the um the younger, if you look at the um, eighteens. Yeah, the, you know yeah. the 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 um 
millennials. First, the millennials, first time voters. Definitely. You know, that was amazing. Amazing numbers. So the, the numbers uh, of voting was, was really high for our youth and um, uh, the numbers were, were amazing. Um, we saw the, the, the black community come out and really vote, which was amazing as well. You know what I find amazing too? The, the youth of today, how woke they are with the government, the ones that can't vote. I'm talking about the 12 year olds. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I was, I was shocked at how, how well versed they were in, in the election and what was going on in our government and, and their take on, um, the different, um, what do I want to say? The different topics. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? definitely. And even in the, um, when they did the, the debates, the debates. Right, definitely. And like the kids were, like, you can hear them talking about it at, at the church and, and just conversating. And, and it's just, I found that amazing. Because I don't think I was that woke when I was that age. Right, right. In government. Well, I think our kids really did. Uh, and the, well, the schools had a lot to do with it as well. Because they ran campaigns at the schools and they, and they did talk about elections and stuff like that. So... I thought it was really good that they started involving them in the democratic process early yeah. instead of late in the process and helping them to, uh, to also develop their own thought process instead of, of, uh, uh of just being force fed, mm-hmm. you know, their own, uh, being force fed their parents' thoughts and, and then people around them, but, but, but also them gaining their own That's true. But thoughts the- on elections and stuff like that. Right, but do you believe that um, with the with the virus, the carbon virus of being at home and having all that, you know what I mean? Media constantly being in their face too, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, woke them up too with just knowing what was going on. Well, definitely, and, uh, and like our child will, will tell us that she saw a lot of stuff on TikTok. <laughs> like they were, Why they they got they... really political on TikTok. Wait, wait, wait! Didn't TikTok get banned? Well, it's, I get, thought it was. They were trying to ban TikTok for a minute. <laughs> But they didn't do it anyway. Oh. <laughs> but but um, they started getting really political on on TikTok and things like that. So it really kind of helped them to understand what was going on uh, in the in the political world and just in the world period. Oh. You know, in the world period. So that that was a really great thing. Also, we saw uh, we saw a lot of the youth. Uh, far as just the young stars and things like that That's get involved yeah. as well. And so, and, and we saw it get involved on both sides. Like I said, I think it was a well-rounded campaign on both sides. Um, both sides showed up. And when both sides show up, I think that's great for our society as a whole. Mm-hmm. And not just um, one side shows up and the other side don't. But both sides showed up. That's great for society as a whole. Right. And so... I'm good with that. I'm excited with that. Now, going forward, there is a lot of contention right. on the results. And so now we have this issue where uh, uh, President Trump refuses to concede and say that that he has lost the election. And so um, the numbers are pretty staggering when you look at it. Now, if you look back to, I think that was 2004 where uh Bush and Gore Bush and Gore election um when it went to the Supreme Court yes the election uh was so close that the Supreme Court ruled that um Bush had won the election but didn't um Gore concede like, Gore ended up conceding right. but the election the mind. election 
uh, was was five hundred and thirty four uh, uh, people close. It was it was five hundred people, five hundred votes, five hundred and thirty four votes. All right. Mm hmm. 534 votes. 534 votes. Mm-hmm. These votes that are, are out right now are thousands. Right, right. So that's okay. a difference. It's a big difference. Right. It's a big difference. It's thousands. It's not hundreds, right? So even even recalls or, or revoting, uh, uh, not revoting, but but recounting votes, they only change by hundreds. Right. You know what I mean? There's never been a recount that changed by thousands. Mm-hmm. So, like, you look in places like Pennsylvania, where um, uh, president-elect is up by, like, 14,000 votes, you know what I mean? And and these places where he's up by thousands, there there's no way possible that even a recount will take it. Take it. So, even in Georgia, the, the Republican attorney general has has said that this election was fair. He said the election, there was no, no examples of fraud. There's no example of cheating anywhere. He said, if there were cheating, he said, there's always something. There's always a a irregularity in every election, Mm -hmm. but never to the extent of overturning something as high as it is right now. What do you think about even the, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna say assumption because I want to be politically correct, mm-hmm. but of stop trying to stop votes. You know what I mean? Like that was huge. Well, I think at one point, um, it was it was stop voting in Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania, um, the president was up in Pennsylvania at one point, and they were still counting votes because the way that it worked was um, Biden's strategy was really good. His strategy was get get the votes done through mail mm-hmm. and get them done early, mm-hmm. right? So he wanted people to get their mail-in ballots done, so they didn't have to stand in lines, so they didn't have to do uh um, to, to, to they didn't have to come out to vote on election day, they didn't have to worry about standing in lines or right. anything like that. He wanted them to get their their mail-in ballots done, mm-hmm. um, and because they didn't have to worry about COVID and things like that. The thing that and, and Trump told them, told his guys, President Trump said, don't do the mail in ballots. He wanted them to show up to on Election Day and vote. The problem with that is that the Election Day votes are counted on Election Day. Mm-hmm. Right. So it would always show up as if his votes were the Election Day votes will be counted first. Mm hmm. So he would show, he would seem like as if he was uh, in the lead. Right, okay. But after election day votes are counted, then the mail-in ballots will be counted. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much how it went for all the states. Mm -hmm. So the mail-in ballots were counted after the election day votes were counted. So when we went to sleep, it looked as if Trump was winning the election. But when we woke up, we saw Biden uh, was taking over right, in all these right. different states. And we were like, well, what happened? Well, they started counting the mail-in ballots. Right. And the mail-in ballots were overwhelmingly Democratic because that's what we had been pushing the whole time was Democrats get out, get out 
and do your mail-in ballots. Do your mail-in ballots. Vote early. Do your mail-in ballots. Vote early. Right. So basically, it was a, a it was strategy. Mm-hmm. It was strategy. Now, the whole time, the doubt had already been casted on ballots, on the mail-in ballots. Um, the president had had already started talking about, oh, there's going to be widespread cheating. But these these cities had already been doing mail-in balloting. We have been doing mail-in balloting, balloting for, years. for hundreds of years. That's what I thought. That's what I was you know, so it's not like this is the first time we've ever done the mail-in balloting. It's been done. I mean, we we did mail-in balloting in the military. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? So, and, and the military has been doing it for hundreds of years. So it's not like it's something that was just a new thing. Right. Um, and the and so these ballots were coming in to from these overwhelmingly large democratic cities mm-hmm. and so where it looked like he was winning um that the Biden at, was actually taking over in those cities because they were overwhelmingly democratic Got it. and so that's what happened but there was no cheating there were there's no there's no there's no evidence of cheating anywhere right there's no evidence of cheating anywhere and so and and republicans are saying this the republican attorney generals the republican governors mm-hmm. are saying this and so no one is 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 saying that there's any cheating well what is what about the local the local elections the things that's been going on in our, in our community our local elections, like in uh, in Baton Rouge, yeah. Louisiana, um, far as wasn't um, Broom wasn't there going to be a there is a runoff with Mayor Broom and uh, Steve Carter, and uh, well, that kind of kind of went. Uh, uh, we had a couple of different candidates that split the vote for her, mm-hmm. that jumped into the election and split the vote, so. Uh, now that they're out, I expect her to win, but I think they kind of play that game every election. Really? Yeah, they kind of play that game every election, split the vote, then try to take it to a runoff to, to beat her or beat whoever the incumbent is. But um, but I expect her to win because he didn't even, he didn't win a majority of votes. He didn't, I think he only got 13%. Okay. And um, But she just didn't cross that that. 50% threshold of not needing to go to a runoff. Okay. Yeah. But the um the election uh overall I think went well. Um we still have a lot more work to do. Um the president is con- is refusing to concede. So I'm, I'm hoping that 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 comes that that someone speaks wisdom. Right now, we're we're seeing a lot of different things happen in the church, and and so, especially in the evangelical church right now. Well, I was gonna say I've never seen the church speak up so much in government lately, <laughs> which the which mm-hmm. the church should. Well, you know, usually the church doesn't. I know that's what I said. Um, and but now, what we're seeing is kind of like the opposite, where the church is saying that God is is for president trump well okay so we have two sides okay. we have two sides all right you see my face right like, all right so that's just two sides there's two sides that's saying they're saying well 
God's will is done, right? God, whoever God wanted to win has won the election, right? Well, and the other side is saying the president was cheating. The president was cheated out of his win and that God is going to avenge him. So evidently God was not in charge of this election. So I don't, so, so there's these two different arguments in the evangelical church about this election. There's prophets that are prophesying that the election is not done. There was prophets that prophesied that President Trump would win. There's prophets prophesying that President Trump would lose. There's there's prophets, prophets prophesying all kinds of things right now within the church body. Who is saying the right thing? Who is saying what God want, what God is actually saying? What is God saying at this time? Because right now the church is fighting within itself. The church is fighting itself and no one actually is really looking at this thing in a godly manner. I mean, personally, and I said this in, at church once before, it's not my job to tell the church how to vote. Right. It's not my job to tell the church how to vote. Right. Um, it's our job to go to God and, and, and really have a relationship with him and that God will lead us to the right person to vote for. Right. And that we vote our convictions. Um, and that we vote, uh, not just, and so follow me on this. And, and I think this is important for us also to understand is that we, God gave us all free will. God, God gave us all free will. If God would take our free will and put who he wanted in office, do we really have free will? Right. Right. Well, that's, I'm sorry. I'm going to let you finish. Okay. So, so with that said, Anything that God has allowed us to have our hands in, when does when do do we allow? We come back afterwards and say God co-signed it. Do, does that make sense? Uh, we 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 our hands are in it. Okay, and let's say um, it's just like saying God told me to marry this lady, right? God told me to marry him. I married him. And then later on, I say, God didn't tell me to marry him. <laughs> but God told you to marry him. You said it. We had that all the time. But then God didn't tell you to marry him. Right. So did God lie in the beginning? Or did you misread God? Or did you lie on God? Or did you lie on God? Right. That's just like when you look at um, um, Saul. You know, God never wanted them to have a king. Right. Right. He never wanted them to have a king. But the people continued to look at other mm -hmm. countries and, and wanted, they thought it would be better for them to have a king. And God told them that's not, that wasn't his plan. Right. So he gave the people what they wanted. Right. And then when he, after Plum Fool, it was like, oh, this is God's will. No, 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 no. No, you wanted this. You wanted it and you got what you asked for. Right. Right. So, so, um, I think we mistake God's will for our will. Mm -hmm. well, we were listening to Dr. Howard Wesley, Wesley yesterday, and he was discussing this back exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about, um, 
the difference between our will and God's will and how we select things. And so he was talking about needing two different sermons, basically, because last well four years ago when when President Trump won, he was asking God, how could you let this happen? Right. And so. And when when uh, President Biden won. But he didn't win by that much. And still he was asking God, like, how could this happen? How could he not win by more? Right. You know, and so he's faced with this. We're faced with this dilemma where. When we look at when we look at everything. Because like uh, I look at when I look at the man. Right. I see the divisiveness. I see the racism. I see um, just the, the the hurt that he's caused the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't understand why. I can't understand why somebody would vote for him. I don't understand. Personally, my heart, I don't see it. I don't hate him. I don't, n- none at all. I don't understand why. So, and then, and then, and, and then after four years, and then after four years of seeing that he wasn't a man of honor, he did lie a lot. We did see that he, he, he knew that Russia was, was putting bounties on military members' heads and he didn't even do anything about it. We did know that he did illegal things and we didn't care we did know we did find out and we still didn't care we know we knew that almost eight members of his team went to jail we did know that he fired people from high level jobs constantly because they wouldn't they wouldn't do illegal things for him we did know he was not a man of good character we did know he lied to the nation about COVID-19 that led to over 200 and, and almost 50,000, you know, people con, con, uh, getting this, I mean, dying from this disease mm-hmm. and over a million contracting it. And still, and still people voted for him. So my, um, I don't understand. I don't understand why. So when when they broke the numbers down, when they broke the numbers down after the election and they talked about why did people vote for him, mm-hmm. the number one reason why people voted for him was the economy. The number one reason why people didn't vote for him was racial. So my under so I'm confused. On so 50% of the nation doesn't care about racial equality. 50% of the nation doesn't care about the character of the person that's leading the country. 50% of the country does care. And so, um, Pastor we- um, Howard Wisely was talking about this and he said he had this was having this conversation with God and he just didn't understand how how this is possible that 
the same people that he prays next to, the same people that he prays next to, don't believe like he believes. You know what I mean? And so um, it's something that really kind of, and it, it kind of hit me too, because, but I've always, been, I've been saying this for a while. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I just don't understand because when, when it comes, breaks down to it, a number of people say, well, it's abortion, right? But we care about abortion, mm -hmm. right? And we care about the sanctity of life, mm -hmm. but the sanctity of life goes past abortion. Mm -hmm. You can abort a life at any age. Mm. So you, so racial equality is abortion. abortion. Mm -hmm. So if you don't care about racial equality, what makes me believe that you really care about the racial equality of black babies in the womb, but you don't care about black children in school? Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Why? How can you care about black children that has not been born but you don't care about black teenagers that are playing in a park with toy guns. Hmm. You don't care about black babies that have not been born, but you don't care about black men that are, have their necks standing on, on with knees on it in front of police officers. So, so there is a problem in the church when it comes to, when it comes to, uh, um, not just racial equality, but when it comes to compassion. When it comes to compassion, how can you love me when you haven't seen me, but what you see, you do not, you do not love. You, you don't see a baby in a stomach, but you love it more than you love the people that you see every day. So that's an issue for me. And so that's an issue in a lot of churches. And this is, there's this split, right? So the character of the president does not matter as long as he's carrying this and this. But so, so abortion and, and what? What else is, what else is important to you? I think um, someone said what? Of, of the gay rights thing was bothering them and stuff. I don't know. It's just um, it's just frustrating because when like I I const I, I preach that God loves us all. And he does. He does love all, loves of all, loves all of us. And I just see a, a this this battle, and so now. The evangelical church is in this battle within itself, right? Mm -hmm. On on who's right. There's this split in the church on who is who is who is right when it comes to Donald Trump. This is a man that that has has endorsed has endorsed white supremacy white supremacy uh, uh, militia groups 
and we're okay with it. So, so when I, when I, I guess, um, this is the, the, the issues that are going on within the church body. And as the church body, we continue to fight over these things. But now, instead of us talking about the issues and dealing with the issues, what we have done is we have thrown God into it. And we have, uh, um, now we're using God's name mm -hmm. against each other. So, so last night, I got a text from this prayer group that I was, that I'm involved in and the prayer group, the guy said that, uh, he's praying that he wanted the group to pray to God for God to, to intervene with the Supreme court to overturn the election. And I told him politely to not text me with no, with any more of that nonsense. And so he called me a um he called me a a traitor to Israel uh um a hater of God and a traitor to America and I said wow I said wow I said also we'll be praying for you brother and so um uh this is my issue We're using God, we're praying to God for God to overturn a fair election. <laughs> to me, and I could be wrong, and you guys are welcome to call in and you're welcome to rebut everything that I'm saying. You're welcome. To me, that sounds like witchcraft. No. To me, it sounds like witchcraft. To me, that sounds like Baalism. Hmm. That actually sounds like Baalism. Uh, and we know that in Baal, uh, uh, in the Bible, the king, he calls Baal, Baal uh, this, this priest, uh, uh, this prophet, Balaam. Mm -hmm. And he tries to get Baal, Balaam to curse the people of God because they were prospering. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, I can't do that. You know, he tells him I can't do that. But then the king begins to offer him gold and begins to offer him things and offer him things. Mm -hmm. And so he, he goes to God and God says, you can't curse them because they're my people. You know, you, you just can't do it. And then um, he goes back to the king. He tells him, I can't do that. I can't do that. And so, uh, but then this time he brings in more influential people. And then he um he says, no, no, no. Uh, uh, he brings in more uh, riches and things like that. And he says, I just want you to go and I want you to curse them. And, and uh, so so we could win. And um, he goes back to go to go do it. And God sends an angel. Now, this prophet is getting ready to go curse God's people. So the enemies of God can win. The only person that can see the angel is not the prophet. The prophet can't see the angel because the prophet has evil on his heart now. Mm. Prophet can't see the angel. People can't see the angel. 
The only person that can see the angel is the donkey. Which makes me just kind of like, like, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> the donkey is the only thing that can see the angel. And now the donkey can talk. <laughs> because you can't cut, you can't curse what God has already allowed to be blessed. Right. Right. God allows the rulers of this world to serve mm -hmm. at his pleasure. Mm -hmm. We voted Biden in. But if God wants Biden not to be president of the United States, guess what? He won't be the president of the United States. He may serve for a week. He may serve for a day. He may serve for four years. But eventually it won't happen. God used uh, um, Nebuchadnezzar. Mm -hmm. But when Nebuchadnezzar got too big for his own britches mm -hmm. and he started thinking that it was him and not God, mm -hmm. and not God that it was him. God used Nebuchadnezzar. Mm -hmm. He used him to fulfill what he needed to, fulfill what mm -hmm. he needed to be done. Mm -hmm. But when he started thinking that he was above God, that's right. God made him crawl around like a beast of the field That's right. and removed him. God is in charge. And because God changes presidents, removes kings from thrones, does not mean that God's still not on the throne. So when did we get to this place where we started exalting our own kings above God? Above God? Hmm. You're right. I just think things have gotten too crazy. Well, on other news, what else has been happening in the last twelve weeks? <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not ready to like to jump away from that. I just want uh, people to to uh, to call in to, to to talk about it. You know, whatever you got to say, um, this is your opportunity to add to it to to say, well, I don't see it that way. It's up on our callers right now. You have the floor. Um, I just want to add. Paula White's prayer. I don't know if you guys heard her her prayer calling down the African angels.
Okay. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> what don't you know? Well, <laughs> let me just say this. I don't think there's nothing wrong for, with praying for, uh, for the president right. at all. So that don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong praying for victory. Um, uh, but to me, yeah, Elizabeth, you're right. I, to me, it sounded like witchcraft. Mm-hmm. It sounded like witchcraft. And so I've never heard anybody pray for the African angels and the South American angels. I didn't know that there was African angels or South American angels. I, I, I didn't know that the angels. Um... I didn't. I, I never heard anything like this. Mm-mm. So I, I don't know. And so I thought maybe maybe it's a possibility because, I mean, the Bible does talk about principalities and stuff like that. Okay. And every region does have uh, like a principality over it or something like that. So it's a possibility that there may be angels over different con- continents or, I mean, could be. What is we don't that in know. We don't know. What is it in the Bible? It's not. Okay. You know what I mean? But I'm saying that, I mean, there there are principalities over. That's demonic, yeah. Yeah. So if there's a principality, there may be, you know, look, I don't know. I'm just trying to help out. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should just leave well enough alone. Okay. I'll just leave it alone. There you go. But um, I don't know. When you pray for God to sway an election rather than praying for his will to, well, it's witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I saw that. So it's, that's, that was strange. She has not replied or said anything about it. Not directly towards that. No. No. She hasn't said. I, I I would thought she would have by now. Maybe she didn't feel like she needed to. Maybe she doesn't feel like she needs to say or do anything wrong. Hmm. Yeah. Well, man, that is that's different. It's different. Right. That's different. So how long do you think it's going to take before they are released so all the transitions can take place and Biden can do what he needs to do? And You know what I mean? Because I saw a lot of video of um, people just ready for, you know, it to be over, pack up, let's go, let's, let's get on with the next, the next thing now. You know, yes, uh, Trump did and said some horrific things, but he also did some some good things too. Okay. For our government. What do you think? What do you do? Don't say nothing like that and then shake your head like you don't know what he did. Babe, you've said it you too. said he did great things and you said, need to I explain he did it. Some good things. I didn't say great. So tell me what he did. You ought to be ashamed of yourself saying stuff yes. and then not saying know what he did. Come on, tell me what he did. Okay, I'll tell you some stuff he did since you gonna make statements and then not back them up. Um. Wow. 
moving the uh the uh the uh, embassy to Jerusalem was a great thing. So moving the um, United States embassy to Jerusalem was a great thing. And um every president since uh Ronald Reagan has said that they were going to do it and never did it. Um what else? Um the uh um what do you call it? The the Prison Reform Act was a really good good thing too. The Prison Reform Act was good as well. Uh and that actually released a lot of different a lot of people from prison that had been uh in on unfair prison sentences for almost well, for small amounts of drugs or you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that was a, also a good thing um I will say that uh him being so unpredictable made a lot of bad guys nervous it made a lot of enemies of the United States nervous so that was also a good thing so I don't think that he was all bad as well I don't think he was all bad I think that he could have uh, salvaged his administration and his reputation and history could have looked better on him if he tried. If he tried. And um, if he leaves, if he leaves on a good note, I think that history could still look better on him. But um, it just depends on the way that he leaves. It really does. But um, I pray for him. Most definitely. I pray for him. I pray for wisdom. Wisdom for um, all of our leaders going forward. So. um, What are your thoughts on uh, Camilla? Camilla. Kamala. It's Kamala. 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 Well, I'm excited for her. I hope that she does a great job. Um, I don't want a figurehead. Hmm. You know what I mean? I want her to actually make a difference. So not someone just to hold a spot to I say they have a spot. I don't see someone to just hold a spot. Yeah. I don't, I don't see that, but that's a good point. Yeah. So I think that um, I think the future of our, our country looks great. You know what I mean? And I think it, it could, I think it could be much better. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's see what else we got going on. COVID-19 is picking up in the United States. It is. It is. And I know that, um, there are people in, uh, Florida and Texas, I say Florida, New York, who are so concerned that they might shut down again because of how fast yeah, the numbers are growing again. Right. And so that's definitely concerning, um, Especially with our economy, school. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, um, and and uh, here in Louisiana, we actually had been doing really good for a long time. Yes. And now it's picked up here, and we're in we're in in the red deep. Oh wow. We're in the red big time. So. Do you think? Well, I'm not gonna say what do you think. I think it's because again, we've gotten to 
Lexi Daisy and too comfortable because I watch yeah. as you know we put our mask on and then um get into the walk in the building you just take the mask off right like right. it's nothing and so yeah masks are not a political statement masks are not a political statement all right you heard it first here well you heard it second here <laughs> a third <laughs> masks are not a political statement so Right. So you guys make sure you're taking care of yourself. Take care of your families. Make sure that you guys are wearing your mask um on your job. When you take go to the store. If you forget it in your car, just go ahead and do that walk of shame back to the car and go ahead and pick it back up. But not just the mask, but washing your hands and using the sanitizer and all that good stuff. I think people just forgot about it. they just think it's just the mask. Right. And there's so much more. You know, and with the kids going back to school too, people forget about that. With the going back to school, that's right. You know, when they come home, we'll take a shower, get pick up them clothes. And... Yes, and wash your hands. Oh gosh, please wash your hands, Elizabeth. I know you do that walk of shame all the time, forgetting that mask. <laughs> yeah, but, not um, for me. Oh <laughs> yeah, but that's that's one concern. Another concern, oh, oh, just the the virus picking back up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's going on in our in our world right now. What are you guys worried about? What are you guys dealing with out there in podcast world? We got 10 minutes left on the show. This is your time. What do y'all want to talk about? Speak now or forever hold your peace. They can type it in too. I see Derek just came on. What's up, Derek? You missed the show already. <laughs> Naya's on. What's up, Naya? You ain't talking to us today? You need to call me. So what's, what have you been doing in these 12 weeks? I mean, we've talked about the government. We've talked about that. But you have had like 12 weeks of rest. What have you what you been up to? Do you, like, come on. What do we have coming up in this next 12 weeks for uh, liberty? What's some things we could be looking forward to? Yep. Well, we got a lot of stuff getting ready to come up for the church-wise, but on the show, on the show is one um, next week we have uh, Nola, Nola Maxi. Well, Nola, what is her last name now? Johnson. Is it Johnson? Let me see. Is it Johnson? Yeah, let's look it up while we have. Yes, it home. is Nola Johnson. I said that. <laughs> my uh, my sister, she is a wife author, veteran, employment specialist, professional resume writer, and military tra tra transition specialist. And she has written multiple books, and she's going to be coming on our show next week to talk about her book, Comparing Yourself to Others, The Best Way to Never Move Forward. So we're going to be talking about how not to compare yourself to other people. And talk about Christmas. Ain't nobody going to talk about Christmas. Did you have Thanksgiving coming up? Yeah, you know, people are already putting out Christmas decorations. But what have you been doing these last 12 weeks? That's what I want to know. I ain't doing nothing. 
12 weeks you ain't just been doing yeah, yeah. you've been following politics like crazy yeah that's yeah you can tell you took the whole show that's what it's supposed to do <laughs> So what else? So we have Nola coming on. I know I'm excited for um Imperfect Unity. Yes. But what are we doing for Imperfect Unity? So we'll be talking about many different we'll be talking about, of course, we'll talk about sex, baby. Because you know, that's I like, you know, that's just that's what we're talking about this week. No, we will we'll be first we're gonna be catching up on what's all the different things, but we'll be talking about uh conflict resolution, talking about trauma, mm-hmm. uh talking about um uh, being married and being in ministry together and the the benefits, but the struggles and how to get through them. And we'll be mm-hmm. talking about um, transgender and dealing with children. Mm-hmm. That's um, still, we'll be talking about, see me, we have many things that we're going to be talking about. Mm. I have some uh, wonderful guests. We have uh, Pastor Pitts and his wife coming on mm-hmm. to chat with us. I have um, evangelist elect uh, Shauna that's going to be coming on. She's going to be talking about trauma and talking about, um, um, Domestic violence. So we'll be having right. some we'll be having some some good discussions as well as some fun is of course games. Good. Sounds good. I love it. I love it. Well, um, I am excited about this new season. If you guys know anyone that's interested in sponsoring the show for the second season, please, please, please connect us. It's gonna be great. We're gonna have some great guests on. We're gonna have some great times together we're going to argue we're going to fight and we're going to love each other and we're going to have a good time so we're not going to fight yeah we are definitely going to argue we're definitely going to argue and fight because it's going to be fun no it's going to be fun to make up (laughs) so you guys please 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 share with somebody let them know that we have a good time and i will see you guys next week all right Love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. Have a blessed, blessed rest of your week. God bless you.